Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Matt Dimas here, and welcome to episode 4 of the Matt Dimas Unleashed podcast. BlizzCon, Jesus Christ. Look, I. I. <laughs> I guess I'll, uh. I guess I'll touch on that ridiculous excuse, that sad excuse for an apology. Um, what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> How did you think that would go go down well with everyone? It was the most ridiculous non-apology I've ever heard this year when it comes to Blizzard. I mean, holy crap, guys. Like... I've got no words. It's it's absolutely painful. I, I'm actually physically do not have the energy to keep harping on Blizzard at this point because they 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 are an absolute train wreck of a company right now. Um, I I would it was pathetic. It was a pathetic apology. What else do you want me to say about it? Everyone knows it was pathetic, you know? It was an empty apology. And BlizzCon deserves to go down in flames. Because it, it, at this point, when, when, you're, when your um, reputation is at such an all-time low, I do not think you have any business even throwing conventions anymore, you know? Why bother? He, it was a complete, it was, a, it was pathetic. I'm done with it. I cannot be bothered. Speaking of things that I cannot be bothered with, fucking gaming critics, quote-unquote gaming critics, absolutely trashing Death Stranding right now. Look, I get it. A lot of people are tired of all the Kojima not hugging. I mean, I sort of am. A little, a little part of me, I'm kind of tired of it, <laughs> you know, but... These people are just giving these ridiculous reviews. Some of these reviews that I've read are just, are just, are just, are just trashing the game for the sake of trashing it, just to get clicks. Look, Death Stranding, it doesn't look like the most exciting game in the universe, but I don't think it's worth a 6.8. I've heard people, I've, I've, even, I've seen people play the game recently, and it, and it actually looks... When, when, when you go deeper into the game, there's actually some really interesting mechanics there, you know? You've still got the stealth thing that's that has carried on from the Metal Gear franchise and all that. You know, there's, you, there's interesting characters, interesting story. Um, uh, enemy design is really nicely detailed. The game looks gorgeous, and it runs at a very smooth frame rate. I, I feel like the... Re like, you know, people people that are going around saying, oh, it's just a UPS simulator. Well, it is at face value when you look at it. That's fair enough. But when you look deeper, there are different elements to it. And look, yeah, I get it. People are sick and tired of everyone going, Kojima's the god of the universe and all that. I get it. But there's no reason to fucking bash Kojima and his game just because you're sick and tired of hearing about him. You know? It's, honestly, it's about time Kojima finally was able to get up off on, onto his feet and produce a video game that, you know, because he likes making games. I know, you know, Metal Gear Solid Five 
wasn't the best game in the history of the universe, but you know, it's it was it was it was a thing. You know, it was it was still playable. I enjoyed playing it. A lot of people enjoyed playing it. It was because the main reason why Metal Gear Solid Five flopped uh, in some people's eyes. Well, honestly, I think a lot of people think it didn't do too well, but whatever. It, the main reason why Phantom Pain um, was the unfinished game that it was is mainly because of Konami's fucking bullshit. So, we finally have Kojima uh, heading his own company, and he's, and he's making his own video game. We sh a lot of people should be... I, I, I do believe people should be happy for him. They should be praising him. They should be like, yeah, go Kojima. You know, but I kind of feel like these companies that are trashing the the game and you know Kojima in general is mainly because these assholes are shilling for Konami, trying to score brownie points with them. I mean, call, you know, call that a wild theory if you want, but I honestly think that's what's happening here. These people are just shilling for whatever bullshit movement is going on in the industry right now, which is trying to pump garbage into, you know, the gaming industry. I don't, I don't even know. Speaking of garbage, Terminator Dark Fate. I went to see Terminator Dark Fate in cinemas. Yes, I actually bought a ticket and paid money to watch it, like, literally the day it came out. I was actually, okay, so I went with one of my friends that I, you know, that I had, that one of my friends, my neighbor's friend, um, you know, I'm like, hey man, you want to go out to a movie? Because, you know, I rarely get to get out of the house because I'm always in here, you know, doing whatever. And then I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to go outside and ask if we, if I can hang out with someone, you know, and so I take him to the, the cinemas with me, you know, and we're like, let's watch Termin the new Terminator movie can't be that bad, can it? I mean, you see all these um, YouTubers saying it's going to be terrible, it's work garbage, blah, 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 but I'm like, you know, I'll have a look. I'll keep an open mind, although I, my expectations were probably extremely low, but I, I wanted to be surprised, so I went in there cautiously optimistic. Within the first, spoiler alert, by the way, not going to really fucking matters because fuck this movie, Within the first 10 to 20 minutes or whatever, John Connor gets killed. I'm sorry, what? One of, the, one of the main, the main driving characters of the franchise gets killed off so early in the movie? Like, are you actually serious with that? I cannot, I actually yelled out in the movie theater when he got killed. I'm like, what the hell? No! You know, because I was, and people were staring at me. And, and they, were, they were actually like laughing because they kind of agreed. They were like, what is this garbage? Why did John Connor get murdered so early in the movie? Other, you know, and that was only, that was like the first, um, thing that really uh uh need me in the nutsack is when i saw that in the cinema it was even more painful to see that in the cinema because i paid money to watch the movie the day it came out 
So I I was extremely pissed off after the movie was finished. I I didn't I don't even remember what the rest of the movie was like because I completely tuned out about three quarters in. But from what I gather, it was just some ridiculous nonsensical shit, you know, bloody bullcrap. Honestly, here's one thing I did notice. I didn't realize America had so many fucking Mexicans. <laughs> What's the deal with that? You know, it's like we get it. They exist. I don't know. So fucking dumb. I was actually, I was actually like, just, I was actually really, I felt betrayed. I know that sounds like hyperbole, but like, <laughs> hyperbole, however you say that. But like, I honestly, me being like a longtime fan of the franchise, I just felt like that was a huge fucking kick in the, kick in the gut, man. The movie was terrible. It deserves all of the backlash it's getting right now. And uh, honestly, I hope the trilogy gets cancelled. There's rumours that it may be shelved. I really, the, you know, what else can you, what else can you do with the, the, if you make another movie, like dig up John Connor's body and piss on him? I mean, seriously, it's it's ridiculous. So apparently there is this uh, Breath of the Wild clone called Genshin Impact. And apparently some fucking man-child destroyed a PS4 over it. I mean, like, look, we get it. You know, you feel like it's ripping off Zelda, but... Number one... one of the, I'm actually... One of the reason, things that I, I noticed when I looked at the gameplay is that it's really smooth gameplay. It's actually It actually runs at 60 frames a second, so that's already... You know, you've already got one up. Breath of the Wild when it comes to, you know, performance, but, yeah, I, look, I, I, I do understand that people are upset about it, but I don't think it's a big deal, and I feel like the gameplay is a lot, is different enough from Zelda for it to be its own thing, I think really all what they reused was a few assets from Zelda, and the game world, I believe, and a few, uh, actually, they reused a lot of the textures, so, yeah, it's kind of a, it's kind of hard to tell if they're infringing on copyright to a level that is worth the game being, like, completely, you know, um, cease and desisted by Nintendo or whatever, but honestly, I don't see the big deal. I mean, the only way you can play Breath of the Wild in 60 frames a second is if, is using an emulator, and, I mean, you know, it, it's nice to have a smooth experience, you know, so... When I looked at this gameplay, Genshin Impact, I'm like, yeah, it's just waifus, you know, doing their thing. And, and But it would be interesting for me to play a a, a a game like Genshin Impact in, like, a Zelda-style world. Because, see, I loved Breath of the Wild so much, I most likely would really enjoy playing this. So it's definitely something to look look into. I, I'll definitely have a look at it. I probably won't buy it full price, but if I ever find this game on sale, you bet your ass I'll be jumping all over that because it looks, the gra graphically the game looks amazing and performance-wise it's really smooth, so I mean, I see no harm in it. And look, I get it. People feel like, you know, these the, the developers that worked on this game are just completely disrespecting Nintendo and Zelda and Look, I don't think it's that like that at all. I kind of feel like they, they loved Breath of the Wild and they wanted to build something off of it. And quite frankly, I don't see anything wrong with it. I think, yeah, some lawyers might see some have some issue with it. <laughs> but me personally, I don't see the big deal. But I do understand the frustration. But I don't think you should be destroying, you know, PS4s over it. I mean, that's fucking ridiculous. 
it's coming to PC too, so I, I'll definitely um, have a look at that. So, over the last couple of days, people have been talking about this Peace Corps thing. And, you know, I don't think it's any surprise that this exists. Um, I don't see the big deal about it. I mean, for starters, if you, if you, to me, to me, the reason why a lot of these talk shows, you know, are being preferred by YouTube is mainly because, <laughs> you know, these talk shoes, the talk talk shoes, Jesus, these talk shows have to jump through a ridiculous amount of hoops to um even get on the air because these the, the FCC or whatever the, all these Puritans that are running around right now will nitpick the hell out of your show before it goes on the air and you know i this, it's no surprise that youtube deems them more advertiser friendly than a channel like mine where i say the f bomb every 2 seconds so honestly i don't see the big deal everyone is is overreacting in my opinion and nothing, you know, it's not the end of the universe. Uh, I don't know. People just need to relax. Just chill out. Don't worry. This Peace Corps thing is just, is just an, it, it's an advertiser-friendly thingamajiggy. It's, you know, whatever. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, previous episode where I touched on Sonic CD. I definitely think you guys should check it out, um, especially the, the the PC version or whatever, where Christian, where Christian Whitehead um, basically, uh, I think I said he reused the physics engine from the original. No, I think he up he 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 tweaked the physics engine. So yeah, that's what I meant to say. I said he redid it, but he just tweaked it. Yeah, just for to correct myself there, just because. Uh, so, I think it was on the first episode of the podcast where I was talking about Tiva's boobs, you know, being nuded. I actually, it actually occurred to me that the actual reason why Tifa had huge bajungas in the original game was partially due to the limitations of the, the hardware at the time, which is interesting. But, like... You know, there are scenes in the game where, you know, they're bouncing around and shit, so... I'm well aware of the ethics department that um, Square Enix works with. Um, but... You know, I, I'm aware that that's a thing. But, I, I, you know... I've seen some posts about Tifa's new design now. And they're like, oh, she looks more realistic now. Because, you know... She's more toned, she's slimmer, and whatnot. And look, it kind of makes sense because she's a martial artist, so it makes sense to have a very slender build. But I do feel like they did maybe just slightly make her, uh, her assets smaller. There is some level of um, reduction there, but when I look at more images of it, it kind of, it's kind of like, oh, well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe... Maybe, maybe I'm looking at it all wrong. Maybe, because, uh, you know, people are like, she looks more realistic now. This is basically what she would realistically look like, you know. But, uh, you know, I, and, and then, you know, I always bring up the point whenever I have this conversation with people. I'm like, why are you guys worried about realism in a fantasy game, you know? 
I I thought the whole idea of Final Fantasy was a fantasy. <laughs> you know, why the hell are people worried? Why why do people want Tifa wearing a sports bra looking like she just walked out of Starbucks or some shit like that? You know, ready to do her morning workout. It, it just doesn't make any sense to me. But at the same time, I do understand. You know, I'm so on the fence of it. I was originally pissed off about it, and I'm like, oh, fucking this But you know, when I really think about it now, it's it kind of makes sense. Okay, so I'll give you guys that. It does kind of make sense, but at the same time, it just oh, I don't know. I'm gonna sit on the fence with this one because it's it's just really controversial shit. Um, but yeah, hopefully I, uh, cleared, cleared things up there a little bit when it came to Tifa. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to the game. I can't wait to play it. It looks fun. Graphics look amazing. But yeah. But I mean, if you guys know, I mean, Square Enix have been notorious when it comes to, um, censoring their games, like the recent Final Fantasy VIII remaster. Um, it's, uh, weird. Yeah, they censored a couple of the Guardian Forces and Reona, I think, which is kind of weird, so. Yeah. Um. So. So, it's not, you know, Square Enix has been known to do this type of stuff, but I don't, I feel like Tifa wasn't really butchered as much as I thought she originally was when I looked at all the data when it came to her height. And, you know, dimensions and whatever. But I don't even know why I care so much at this point. It's like, fuck, who gives a fuck? But, you know, for for franchises I've grown up with, you know, I expect at least, you know, some loyalty to the original designs, you know? I don't know. It's... Whatever. But, yeah, if you guys seen what... Um, I mean, I like the new Tomb Raider games. I don't even care that, you know, Lara Croft looks more humble in her design. I kind of think it fits her character, honestly. You know, she just comes off as this nerdy, you know, chick that likes, you know, looking for treasure and stuff. So it kind of makes sense to make her looking at, make her, to make her look, um, it kind of makes sense designing her with a more average build. And quite frankly, I do like her design in the new game. So I don't know. Some people don't, I, I, look, I prefer the, the I'll, I'll put it this way, I do prefer Tifa's original design, but, um, I mean, I can't really, I can't really say I was a fan of Lara Croft's original design. I mean, granted, I didn't even play the original Tomb Raider games that much when I was a kid. I think I might have played them once or twice. I played the first one a couple of times. I don't know about the second one, but, um... Yeah, so, you know, I didn't really get too invested in Lara Croft's original design, but judging from some pictures I've seen, you know, some gameplay footage uh, that I've seen of the original Tomb Raider, Lara's original 3D model was... <laughs> like, her, her chest was, like, just two triangles. I don't fucking know. I'm so done with talking about girls' boobs. Never thought, never thought I'd be saying that, but yeah, I mean, people just need to freaking grow up and get over it. <laughs> Seriously, guys, we're a pair of nuts for God's sake. Stop freaking out over the size of girls' tits, you know? It's ridiculous. It just makes you look like a fucking pussy.
So, um, apparently there's a new Intel i9 CPU. It's called the 9900KS. Um, I've seen some comments about it, and people are like, oh, and the the award for the most bore and the and the award for the most boring CPU ever is this thing, and I'm like, um, I don't know. I don't think anyone was looking forward to this product. I mean, I'm I'm I myself, I'm really happy with my i7 9700K. I mean, I didn't even bother with the i9. Um, when it comes to this setup, at least, I mean, I did try one out, but I, I it wasn't agreeing with me. I kind of felt like it was just a waste of money, so I just took it back. And, uh, yeah, you know, there's no point. Um, Intel is just trying to money grab at this point. It's ridiculous. And they know that there's people that will, that will pay out the ass for this stuff. But, um, yeah. So I actually have some sad news to announce. Um, the Merciful, the basis for Merciful Fate, or one of them, or the founding, I don't know, um, Timmy Henson actually, um, died after a battle of cancer, um, recently, and that, that sucks, that really sucks, but I, I was hoping we would not get a repeat of last year when it came to, you know, rock musicians dying, but it's not getting any better. Um, sorry guys, I just need to search this guy, search up this dude. I don't really know much about him, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I knew much about him, but he was on the, like, the, uh, the records in the 80s. Um, it says here, okay, so, he was Danish. Um, he played in Merciful Fate from 1981 to 1985, and then from 92 to 93, and then its successor, King Diamond, from, um, 80, 85 to 87. So he was in King Diamond as well, I believe, so. Yeah, he was around during the gory years of the bands that he was a part of, so he did have some major significance. But, um, but yeah... This definitely sucks, man. I mean, I love those early albums like Melissa and all that, and uh, Don't Break the O. That's another good album. Actually, I actually really like that album. Um, I listen to it from time to time. It's got that just classic sound to it, man. It's like just ah, just a really loud singing and all that. It's so good. and the guitars just sound so good, and like the drums. It's interesting because it has like sort of a power metal sound to it, <laughs> and like you got to realize this was like like the early '80s or whatever, 1984, I think. So you know it was kind of like a new thing. <laughs> so you know that's why I have respect for Merciful Fate because these guys were doing this shit before a lot of people were, you know. But um, yeah, it's uh, uh, it's uh, I don't know, man. It's it's quite tragic, this whole, you know, losing, um, you know, a brother of the, uh, you know, uh, losing a, uh, metal brother, you know, it's never easy. Well, speaking of mobs... Here's some more sad news from the rock world. Apparently, Motley, Motley members in Motley Crue are 
feuding with one another. Whatever happened to just enjoying the music, you know? Everyone's egos are just getting in the way of everything nowadays, you know? Uh, yeah. it's, it'd be a, it's a blessing to get on the same page with someone else these days. Um, Dave Mustang is doing a lot better, which is nice. I, You know, I... Me being like a massive, you know, metal fan, I really like the 80s stuff. And Megadeth was one of the first bands I ever really got into. So to hear that my one of my idols is doing better now and beat cancer, it just makes me feel very good. Um, it's nice to know that he, you know, he didn't let it stop him. He's going to keep going and keep pumping out records. And that's what I want. I'd actually prefer it if he stopped performing. I would rather just get music from him. I mean, I know that he has two obligations and whatnot. He signed contracts or something, you know. But I, I kind of feel like he should just cut those, cut whatever, if he has any, cut whatever contracts he has or just not, to, or just not start touring again and just stay in the studio. Because I feel like he's a very talented musician. Um... And all those long days on the road, all those long nights playing show after show must get tiring. So, I don't know. Maybe preserve your energy for music recording, not so much playing the same song over and over. That's just my opinion. I mean, it's not saying to completely stop touring. I mean, maybe just play like one show every couple of months or whatever. You know, that way you're not straining yourself. Yeah. You know, especially now, you don't want to be straining yourself now after you just literally beat throat cancer or whatever it was. So, you know, just have a break, have a rest, and we'll get some new music, hopefully, which will be great. So I guess it's uh, Melbourne Cup Day today. It's Melbourne Cup Day here anyway, in Australia. Whoop-de-doo. Um, I don't follow horse racing. I don't think anyone does on any other day that isn't the Melbourne Cup day. But, um, yeah, it's nice for people to come out and for a few hours and pretend like they give a shit about the sport. Because <laughs> I know it's been a dead scene for a while because I was I was at a pub the, um, the other week and watching these dudes punting on horses and there's like, you look at the crowds and there's nobody there. <laughs> uh, they, the announcers might as well have been talking to themselves. Ugh. But um, let me bring something else up here for you guys. There's been some more controversy, surprise, surprise, when it comes to a girl's boobs. Man, when does this end? Apparently, uh... Uh, Hild, Hildy, Hilda, whatever her name is, I don't know how to pronounce it, was a, is a new character in Soul Calibur 5, she's like a new DLC character or whatever. Oh wait, no, the game's called, um, Soul Calibur 6 actually, uh, my bad, but, um, yeah. Apparently people are pissed off because of her design, you know, naturally. Well, I think it's only like one or, f one or two people that are really mad about it. 
and you know the echo chamber eats that up and be like people are mad about this and yeah and they post their youtube videos like cover those up lady you know and you know, make their clickbaity thumbnails saying, you know, SJWs are trying to break another game. Yeah, look, I get it. It gets tiring. I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and pretend like, you know, it's not cringe sometimes. <laughs> but honestly, I, you know, this stuff does happen. This is a real problem. I mean, there are people that are just fake fans that are just trying to destroy franchises, but... Yeah, I don't think it's nowhere near as bad as people are saying when it comes to Hild from Soul Calibur 6, but I don't know. It, maybe it is. Maybe I'm not reading too deep into it. I, I don't have the energy to read deep into it. I really don't care. I just, I like the game. I I haven't had a chance to uh, really play it that much. I did, like, try it out, but the, the price for it is, like, really kind of turned me off. It's, like, really expensive here. On Steam, it's still going for like sixty bucks or whatever. Actually, let me just quickly check that. I'm I've on my wish list. I'll just go on my wish list here and just have a look. I mean, while I'm on my wish list, I might as well go through it and just uh, read this out. I really want to grab a Mega Man Legacy Collection. <laughs> Why do I have WWE 2K19 here? Yeah, I think I might as well get rid of this from my wish list because Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't even want to be associated. I don't even want to have anything to do with the this uh the two K games at this point. <laughs> so let me just take that off my wish list. Yeah, no. Um, Project Cars two. I haven't got around to playing that yet. It looks good enough. I'm actually a pretty big um car simulator guy, so you know, it would be uh fun just to mess around with that. I'll just. Life is Strange 2. I actually, I'm probably one of the, I'm in the minority. I actually really enjoyed Life is Strange. I mean, yeah, it's basically just Life is Tumblr, but hey, you know, I kind of thought it was interesting. I mean, I did like the characters. I didn't like Chloe, though. She's a massive cunt. But, like, I, I kind of thought it was entertaining in a very cheesy way. And, um, yeah, so. It was definitely a thing. I may check out the second game. I don't know. Kind of looks weird, not gonna lie. So here it is. Soul Calibur 6 is going for 84.95 Australian dollars. 84 dollars 95 cents. That's um quite steep in my opinion. Um for for a uh for a fighting game. But hey, you guys do you. Sword Art Online Hollow Realization Deluxe Edition is definitely with a game I want to check out. And same with Fatal Bullet. Sort out, sort out online fatal bullet. <sighs> Why do I have Bubsy the Wooly Strike back on here? I actually pirated that game because I did not want to drop 28 bucks on it. No way. Oh, it's actually $7 now on sale, but it, it's not even worth that. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> I'm actually comfortable with saying that I pirated that game. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Sort out online RE. Hollow Fragments, another one I want to check out. I got 2K18, WWE 2K18 here. This, this can fuck right off. Jesus. Mega Man 11. I actually uh, played demo version of that on the Switch. And I actually enjoyed it. So I may just drop some money on that if it goes on sale. Shenmue 1 and 2. I don't think it's worth um, 50 bucks. But, you know, maybe on sale I'll grab them. Gary's Mod. How the hell have I not 
got this yet. Sometime I'll grab it. The Resident Evil 5. Haven't really bothered buying these yet. 6. Resident Evil 6. The Stanley Parable. I've been interested in that game for a while, but... The Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm 3. That's a game I've been interested in. I actually have 4. I've played 4 and I really liked it, so... I kind of want to go back and get the other ones at some point. Final Fantasy 3. Obviously, I'm going to grab that when I, if I can get a good deal somewhere. Age of Mythology Extended Edition. I love playing the original Age of Empires, so that'd be in, that's a no-brainer to grab that. Resident Evil Revelations 2 is definitely something I want to get because I like the first one, except for the final boss battle. That was just some bullshit. Um, Street Fighter 5. Eh, I don't know about that one. Final Fantasy uh, 4. Is that 4? I don't know. I, I'm some shit with Roman numerals, but I'll definitely grab that. At some point, Five Nights at Freddy's. I cannot believe I have not played that yet. Really need to get around to that. Resident Evil Zero HD Remaster. I actually have this on the PS4. I was actually let's playing this game on the PS4, I believe. Um, no wait, this is a different version. Let me let me just check just to be safe. Um. Oh no, I think. Uh, this looks like a remake. Oh, it's before the mansion. Oh, it's zero. Okay, so it's like a prequel or whatever. Yeah, I haven't actually played that one yet, but I've played the uh, remaster of the first game that's on the PS4. Oh, I haven't finished that Let's Play yet. I don't know if I'll ever get around to finishing it because my PS Plus has run out and I cannot be bothered renewing it. But maybe somewhere down the line. There's a lot of Let's Plays I need to finish. Um, Final Fantasy uh, IV, The After Years, I think that is. Final Fantasy uh, X and X2 HD Remaster, definitely want to check that out, but not at fucking 40, $45, I mean, are you kidding me? No thanks. Um, Final Fantasy uh, 9 is definitely a game that I believe gets overshadowed. Uh, I do believe it's a very good game, um, but, you know, I do feel like it did come out at a very awkward time. Because, you know, the PS2 was just around the corner and Final Fantasy X was about to come out. So it's like, who gives a fuck about 9? We want that next-gen shit, you know? So it kind of makes sense why that game got ignored. But it's still a fun game in its own right. Uh, I can, I've, you know, I, I liked it. I loved playing it, actually. It was good fun. Same with 5. I got 5 on my wish list. And 6. 6 is kind of, like, just there. I don't know. I don't have very many memories of it. But I do believe it... It's one of the more graphically intensive games on the Super Nintendo. So at the time, so it definitely looks fun. Um, oh wait, no, I did play uh, Six for a little bit. I think I had it on Game Boy Advance. I don't know. It, it's been a long time. Resident Evil Seven. I definitely want to check that out. Monster Boy in the Cursed Kingdom. Now this is uh this this is a game that was made or I think directed. I don't know. By the same guy that did the original Dragon Strap game. And, um, yeah, so it's definitely something I want to check out. Um, I mean, I do have the Dragon Strap uh, remake, remaster, whatever you want to call it. And I did like it, so I might check this one out too, if it's of the same quality. It looks good. I did play the demo on the Switch, so. Mega Man Legacy Collection 2, definitely want to check that out. Celeste. Celeste. Definitely, that's, uh, that's another game I've been wanting to get around with. Oh, uh, yeah. Ninja Storm 2, Naruto Shippuden, Ninja Storm 2. 
Ion Fury, another one I want to get around to. Monster Hunter World. How haven't I not played this yet? I remember playing the Monster Hunter g games ages ago. Blaze Blue, Central fi Central Fiction. Blaze Blue is another game I recommend you guys check out. I haven't really got it on Steam yet, but I have played it on the PS4, I believe, at some point. It's pretty fun. Okami HD. I You know, I always saw this game, like, just existing but i never actually bothered to buy it you know i always saw okami everywhere but from what i gather it's it's very similar um to a legend of zelda game but well at least that's what some call me johnny said but yeah final fantasy uh 12 the zodiac age that looks interesting remnant from the ashes wrc yeah i've been a big fan of uh rally games that's something i haven't really come out and said so i don't know i might check it out it looks interesting WRC7. It looks pretty cool. Um, what else we got? Naruto to Baruto Shinobi Striker. Shinobi and Striker. I don't know about that one. Final Fantasy 15 is definitely something I want to get around to. Yakuza 0. Code Veins, another one. Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. How have I not played this yet? It looks amazing. Um,. Mega Man X Legacy Collection, Mega Man X Legacy Collection 2, Jump Force, I don't know about that one, Bloodstained, Curse of the Moon, that's a no-brainer. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is actually an upcoming game, for, uh, which will be coming out on January 17, 2020. I don't know, I got my doubts about it, but I could be wrong, it might be good. Resident Evil 2, it's another game I want to I wanna get that, oh, it's actually the, the Resident Evil 2 remake. Remaster, whatever, yeah, remake. Definitely want to check that out. I don't know how I haven't yet, but it's 89 bucks right now. It's almost $90. So, yeah. <laughs> I might have to... It's quite the investment, but it, it looks worth the money because it, graphically it's just insane, but I, I don't think it's worth... No. All right, it's, it might not be worth $90, maybe, you know, 85 you know, $84. Not 90, Not $90, come on. It's a bit steep. Um, and the game came out, like, a long time ago now. It came out January 25th this year, so it's been a good, uh, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. It's been a good, like, 10 months or so since the game came out. You'd think the price would have dropped by now. Maybe it will go on sale. Asterix and Obelix, XXL2. I didn't even know why this is on my wish list. I just randomly saw it and I'm like, oh, hey, I remember this. You know, because I used to play the Master System game when I was a kid. Um, that was good fun. Spyro Reunited Trilogy. I'll definitely grab that when it's no longer $70. God damn. Mega Man Zero ZX Legacy Collections. Another one I want to check out. Mega Man Zero ZX Reploid Remixes. I don't know what that's about, but it's just on my wish list just so I can remember it's a thing, I guess. Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Apparently, the reception for that game has been positive. It'd be interesting to see, check that out at some point. <clears throat> One the Boy Returns Remix is on my wish list as well. And the last game that's on my wish list is Atelier Riser, Ever Darkness, and Secret Hideout. That's going for eighty-four. That's going for eighty-five bucks right now. So yeah, I love these uh, reviews on the Steam store. <laughs> Extra thick. Yeah, um, Fick Fives Save Lives, eh, that's pretty, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, that's my wish list on Steam. 
How's that for uh, some filler for this podcast? <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of games I want to get around to checking out. Be nice to get onto it. Um. Anyway, guys, I'm ready to wrap this up. Uh, thanks for listening and watching, and I'll see you guys later. Take care.